G'day, awesome people. Welcome to episode number two of The Runner's Coaching. My name is Tim Egg, and today I was going to talk about different type of long runs you can consider adding into your training program. So we all get carried away generally with the same type of long runs. We just run moderate efforts. We just plowing up miles and depending on the distance you you target for instance a lot of what I'm about to talk about here is towards half marathons marathons or greater so you can get just get carried away just moderate effort you got your music blaring away or you got a podcast tuning in or you're running in a group um, whatever it is you can, you can just get carried away same effort same same type maybe a different route every time this time you might add a bit of hills this time you might keep it flat because you feel a bit a bit tired or whatever it is but with this this in particular i thought i'll talk about different run styles now i wrote a, a more in-depth blog just recently on my trainsmove.com website and that's what's inspired this episode so for starters being episode two thank you very much for tuning in i was pretty pretty overwhelmed how good episode one went not not with my performance as such god no but actually the the feedback i received and the um just just you awesome people downloading so i was re- really grateful for that but this this one here so i'll co- i'll cover a couple of different different types of long runs you might want to do and where you might want to put them into your training blocks so the first one is let let to to be able to run long you've got to build up your miles so we'll just do a quick tap on this before we continue you we've all heard of that 10 percent rule of increasing your volume 10 percent each week i don't not sure where that went came from it's a bit uh it's i don't know i'm not there's better ways of doing it for instance as long as you're injury free, you can just add. I like just adding ten minutes to your long run every single week, and that will just very quickly before you know it. What sounds is what feels like. Oh, Jesus, it's going to take forever. That adds up real quick. Now, if you're not used to running, like if you haven't run for more than an hour for a long time, or you're just not used to running volume for, and you haven't ever done it, or you're not used to it, I'd actually increase that by five minutes. They just play it safe. But all in all, you've got to listen to your body. And everyone talks about that. The moment your body says enough's enough or your technique starts changing or you start feeling a niggly pain, shut it down, walk home. Or you can at least walk for a minute or two, feel how, see how you feel, and then you can go again. So it's just, it takes time to listen to your body. Now, if, you, if I said to, if an athlete says, oh, I've got some pain, if you've been running for a while, that person, nine times out of ten, will be able to point to the exact spot where that pain's coming from. People that aren't used to regular training, they're just going to, eh, it's around there, and they point to half their leg. But So building up miles, a good way to build up miles nice and safely is adding 30 seconds of walking every 10 minutes of running. Or you can mix that around. You can do one minute of walking for nine minutes of running, or... 20, cents, 20 seconds of walking for five minutes running. So you can play with it. So you're adding walking. So you're resetting. Um, it's just, it was introduced to me that by my mentor, Alan Pittman, who was coaching me for, coaching me for a few good years. And I just, I just think he's one of the best coaches in the world. And he does that for just about all his long runs, for almost. So he, he's a big, 
big advocate for adding walking into your long runs, and I'm in, and I'm a big fan of it. Adding in to especially when it comes time to build up volume, and the moment things doesn't feel right, or you're getting a bit sore, or a bit fatigued, or whatever, it's time to you maybe consider walking just for a couple of just for thirty seconds to a minute, and then go again just to just to recover, reset, and go. But let's talk about the exciting stuff to do with long runs. So in the long run, let's say you've got a 12-week build-up to a half marathon or a marathon. Why you, sh- you should consider doing depleted runs. So a depleted run is uh, no carbs before it, no carbs during it. So you wake up, you have a glass of water, and you put your, jogging, your joggers on, and you, you just go out and you go. So this is good for a two-hour run. You can go longer if you're conditioned for it. You can, if you, all you can do is an hour. Your body will tell you what what it can and can't do. So let's say you go, you got it penciled into your program. You're going to go for two hours. But if you get to an hour and you're not feeling it, well, don't push it. If you, if, but having said that, if you get to two hours and you're training for a marathon, well, why not continue if it's not going to affect the next few days of training that is coming up. So you've got you to gotta think ahead as well. When you're doing these depleted long runs, or it's best to take some, something with you, some nutrition with you, whether it's a sports gel or some lollies or whatever. Just keep them in your pocket. It's best to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. It really is. It's what, it's not, the last thing you need is a death march home. Um, so another one is what I call medium, moderate, medium. So basically... in I talk, there's, to give a rough idea of what I talk about with my moderate, medium mads, moderate is you should be able to do it very comfortably. So it's a moderate effort, very aerobic. Generally, I guess you'd call it zone two. Uh, you should be able to hold a conversation during it. So you don't hear, generally hear me talk about pacing. You generally hear me, you only really ever hear me talk about efforts, how it should feel. So with the moderate effort, it's it's aerobic. You should be able to hold it, hold it very comfortably. Be able to hold a conversation throughout. Medium, it should be uncomfortable for that time frame that's set, but manageable. Mad should be as fast as possible without compromising your technique. And easy, it really is easy, 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 easy. So, so the way. The moderate, uh, medium, moderate, mad session is. So let's say I give you a, a nice twenty-mile run. So we're, again, we're going back to the marathon runners. Uh, I like if you can build up to very comfortably to a twenty-mile run for your long run as a marathoner. That's that seems to be the magic number I really, really like. Um, but but I can get into that all a little bit later. So the best way to do it is you go. Say ten, ten, uh, ten, ten kilometers. Sorry, I'm just doing two things at once. So you go ten kilometers at a mo- at a medium effort, ten kilometers at a moderate effort, and ten kilometers at a medium effort, and then you've got one kilometer either side for warm up and cool down. So that's that's basically how you do it. You can do it in any time frame, but that's you're putting you're breaking it up into thirds. Is a, you'll find that's going to be um, a real bang for your buck. Another session to consider is what I like to call three rounds of five one minutes. So basically, you're doing five one minutes of 
one minute medium effort, one minute easy, and you're doing three rounds of it. So you'll do, and you'll break that up over the period of the run. So you'll do one in the early part of the run, one in the middle, one at the end. And then as you progress, you can change that around. You can go 90 seconds on, 30 seconds easy, and just chop and change, change it. But you don't want to be doing any of these sessions at a mad rate on the long runs. Unless you really know your body and you fully understand what you're doing, I'd be just keeping it all medium efforts. So another one is fast finish, what I like to call fast finish. Now this can be from the last 20 20 minutes before you start start to cool down, you start picking up the effort into a medium effort. Or, and that can go blown right out to 10 kilometers or so. So whatever's going to be, whatever you're targeting. So you can start, you can even start it off at 10 minutes and slowly build it up from there. So you're just picking up the effort towards the end of your long run. Another one is um, one minute on, one minute off throughout. And now this is done at race effort, not race pace, but race effort. So let's say you've got two hour run. So you're going to be doing one minute at race effort, one minute easy. One minute at race effort, one minute easy. I really like this run because it does a few things. It's getting you used to that race effort without the, the without the damaging your body for that whole two hours. And it's giving you a lot of recovery throughout it. But it's also making you focus. Now the difference between a good run and a great run in a race is generally comes down to focus. You need to be focusing the whole time, making every minute efficient. Efficient minutes. I'm a big fan of efficient minutes. So make it just keep keep that focus. Sit your watch, and you'll be surprised how quick two hours of running, or if you're doing 10k runs or whatever you might your long run might be one hour. You'll be surprised how quick that one hour will go. Um, another thing you can also do generally best to done way out of a of your main race so between six and three months you can play around with this session generally really good with friends is 10 push-ups every 10 minutes of running so and that you'll be surprised how quick those 10 push-ups add up by the end of it so if you go out for 10 if you go out for a 20 kilometer run or sorry you go out for a two hour run 10 push-ups every 10 minutes that adds up real quick if you do it with friends, you just do you do eleven or twelve, and without telling them, and then at the end, spring it on them, saying I've done a lot more. Well, you know, I've done two extra every time we went down. Wouldn't recommend it if you get back pains during, especially it is common for some people to get back pains on long runs. Uh, I wouldn't probably wouldn't recommend that particular session if that was the case, or if you generally suffer from back pains, I wouldn't recommend that. But it's a really cool session. It breaks things up. It just it. it it's more mind building that psychological um, advantages you're gaining throughout it. It's also gonna you're gonna get the physical benefits as well. So I really like that. So that's what this episode's about, and uh, thought I'd t- touch on those few different runs. So if you guys have any questions, feel free to shoot me through an email on feedback or whatever you got. My email address is tim at trainsmooth.com or visit the website runnerscoaching.com until next episode. Hooroo.